0: conversations with remarkable working women, and really, I cannot think of a more remarkable and inspiring woman that I have come across lately than Carolyn Aronson, the founder of It's a 10 Hair Care. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: It's my pleasure, Katie. Thank you for having me.
0: So how I, I guess I have to start by asking, how is this time of sheltering in place treating you? You know, it actually isn't too bad for me.
1: Um, I have worked from my home for the last 15 years. So, um, and even actually a few years before then um, with my first company. So, um, it's not too out of the norm as far as that process. Um, not being able to escape the home as much is, you know, it gets to you definitely, but I'm used to working from home anyway. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a little bit of an adjustment, but not as much for some other, as I know what other people are going through.
0: Have you been having to homeschool?
1: Yes. So um, my husband and I have four children. Um, we have um, the combined family. And so um, we have everything from ages of 19 all the way down to 12. And yes, they are all being homeschooled. Even our college
0: student came home and is homeschooled. That's a lot. That's a lot to do. And is everyone getting along with each other?
1: Yes. Um, you know, we do have um, their, their other parents, so they get to go back and forth. It works out beautifully for everybody involved. <laughs> they get a little break um, going back and forth, and obviously we get a little break. So um, it actually has not been too bad. What I'm a little worried about is summer. <laughs> what are they going to do all summer? Um, and yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be an interesting few months, uh, in front of us.
0: That's for sure. Well, let's, let's jump right in and talk about it's a 10 hair care. I mean, I'm pretty confident that everyone listening knows all about your products, but could you tell us a little about the company and what you guys are up to right now? Sure. Um,
1: so the, the company was founded, like I said, uh, 2005, I started working on the first product. Um, our miracle lehman product, and we now are up to 75 SKUs. But um, what we have been working on the last um, couple years is we're actually branching into other categories. We're going worldwide, literally as... We, during the the um, the quarantine, not only did we launch Europe, but we also created a website that is now active and open throughout Europe. Um, so we have a lot going on actually, even though we're in quarantine. um we're we're busy managing um, the entire process of twenty five thousand salons that were in being shut down immediately. Um, And then really having to be uh, very tech savvy and really making sure our e-commerce is, you know, finely tuned and that we've been able to kind of switch
0: to this very cyber sales world. So it's been interesting. How is it operating in today's conditions? Like you said, with having so many salons and them all being closed and at the same time opening in Europe, how are you doing it?
1: You know um it's it's interesting because as you as you know the quarantine kind of has gone in waves so um one area was struck before others areas um america got shut down uh a period of time after europe so europe is now just reopening whereas you know we're still we're still shut down here So as, as one point opens, another one closes, uh, as we say, like with the doors of (laughs) life. And so that's really what's happening. Um, and so even, you know, even as we, um, we planned on rolling throughout, um, Australia, I mean, that's been canceled because Australia got hit and closed down even after America did. So, um, you know, everything, everyone's kind of on a different time length here and time wave. And so we're kind of just reacting to different parts of the world and how to handle it in those zones.
0: Yeah. And there's no, people keep saying there's no rule book for this. You just have to figure it out as you're going along.
1: Yeah. It's like everyday entrepreneurial life.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It really is. So you're absolutely right. Um, and you know, I think, I think, um, all we can all do is, is try to do our part. I'm very proud about really how America's come together um, and really tried to help each other out and do the right thing. And so, um, you know, overall, I, I think we're not doing too bad.
0: Well, you, you mentioned um, homeschooling and people, you know, women having to homeschool. And there are a lot of... Uh, you know, very personal challenges, but for the people that work with you. So, how are how are you handling them? Are you have you put other uh, measures in place, or how's that working?
1: You know, it, it's interesting because when we open back up, that's that's a very key point. There, there are um, you know. Some of the women that work for me are mothers and their children are still going to be in school and they're going to be at home. And we're going to figure it out. Those that can come into our new office that we are just bought and moving into down in Miami um, will come. If some of them cannot come for 30 days um, because they have children at home and they have no one to be with those children, then they'll continue to work from home. One of the beautiful things that the hurricanes taught me is that you need to be very mobile, you need to be cloud-based and you need to be able to pick up your computers and work from anywhere really um, pretty much in the world. And so um, that's what I set up back in 2000, I think 15 when we had the big hurricanes and I was almost shut down for two weeks because of it. I I vowed I would never um, go through that again. And those lessons like I said, entrepreneurial life teaches you many lessons daily. Um, those lessons really prepared me for this because when this happened, I just, you know, we huddled. We said, all right, grab the computers, hut, hut, break. <laughs> and uh, everyone went to their homes and, and has we have been up and running and working from our homes since then.
0: I noticed even that on Instagram, I saw on the It's a 10 Hair Care um, that you guys are about to launch a new product?
1: Yes, we're actually launching our men's three-in-one, which is a shampoo, conditioner, and body wash all in one. Real simple, easy for the men to use. Um, and we are launching it in a liter size because there are so many people addicted to it they, that they want just the huge, <laughs> the huge liter size in their shower <laughs> or in their back bar in the barber, uh, barber shops and salons. So, um, yes, I mean, we are, with our launches, we are continuing to still, um, we haven't canceled anything. If anything, we've had to air freight in bottles um, to make sure that we can keep up with the demand. And um, because, you know, we've been on this very weird roller coaster ride. You know, we went from, uh, at first, when we, when everyone heard that the uh the quarantine was coming everyone went into massive buy mode and then um, when they shut down all the salons because no one quite anticipated that um you know then it went to to almost you know complete stop but then our e-commerce um online revved up and it's interesting like for instance we're in ulta stores um you know they shut down every single one of their stores we thought it would be absolutely devastating Believe it or not, our sales are up 535% on their website. So literally, it's a 10 clientele went from store buying to their e-commerce site. So just things we just, you know, it's, you you have to be prepared for the worst, but you also have to be equally prepared for when your roller coaster is jetting all the way up to the very top as well. You know, and it's literally, yes, you have the peaks and the valleys, but you have to be ready to, to rock it to the top.
0: Yeah. Does it make a difference for you if it's um, e-commerce sales or sales in a store?
1: Well, it totally depends.
0: You know, I mean, if if I'm doing it direct, um,
1: of course, it's, you know, my margins are better. Um, but I mean, ultimately, it's really about the consumer accessibility and to be able to get it. So, Um, And that's why, you know, a lot of times we did a whole bunch of sales, you know, we did buy one, get ones. I mean, listen, I love to support people um, through these hard times. So we've been been running specials um, and we also donated $5.4 million in product um, to foundations, multiple foundations throughout the United States that would actually give free shampoo, free conditioners and free hand lotions to people in need everything from hospitals to um just people who can't afford it right now out of work whatever it may be um so we partnered with um a, a great foundation and um so i mean it's really you know it's however we can help at this is at this time we're we're eager to to work with um our society as well as our hairdressers
0: I was going to ask you about that, and I know um, from actually having the uh, opportunity to interview you before that you are a big philanthropist, and that's one of your missions is giving back. So I think that's really amazing that you've you've done that now in this time because people need it. People are really hurting.
1: They're really hurting, and um, you know it's so important right now. We have. You know, we have people washing their hair more than ever because the virus clings to the hair. It clings to your clothes and clings to your hair. So, you know, especially the people that are out there in the front lines every day for us. They are showering every single day, if not a couple times a day um, because, you know, they get up, they go to work, and they've got to shower when they come home from work. So, you know, it's, it's not easy to, to be able to have all of these um, goods and let alone having good hair care. (laughs) (laughs) That makes a big difference. I mean, these, these nurses are like, my hair is like brittle dry. My hands are cracking and bleeding from washing them so much. So, you know, these are, these are nice things to have some quality products to, um, to actually help them out.
0: Well, to to put in a bit of levity, then, you know, one of the challenges I was telling you, my hair is a mess right now. And one of the challenges for many women, when I see my friends on these Zoom calls, everybody's saying, look, I have roots and I don't know what to do. My hair looks awful. A lot of women, you know, they can't go to the salon and they're not like you, a former hairstylist. They're not adept at doing it themselves. What advice can you give all of us right now?
1: Yeah. You know what? I think um, you have to look at it as as a time to give your hair a break. Um, I think it's important to make sure that you just really keep it as moisturized as possible and you're still trying to use the best products. Um, And truthfully, it's, (laughs) I mean, there's not a lot you can do. There are root sprays um, you you can use to cover it up. I personally wouldn't would recommend trying to really color your own hair and just getting a box color from the um, the drugstore. The quality of those goods are are not good, um, and not only that, you know, just to just to fix hair color sometimes is a Base, base price of $350 for color correction. So sometimes it's, you know, I'm hoping we're out in a couple of weeks and we can at least do these one-on-one with masks. That's what some states are opening up slowly. Um, you know, obviously it's not everyone um, bum rushing to the salon hall at once, but obviously, um, hopefully salons will be extending their hours so they can accommodate everybody that needs it so desperately. Um, but really, you know, it's, it's pulling it back and slicking it back and (laughs) just maybe putting some oils in it. If you're going to slick it back, you know, do, do an extra treatment on it while it's, uh, while it's being in a ponytail, whatever it may be. And, and right now we're, um, we're all just kind of winging it. I'm doing the same thing myself.
0: (laughs) What's, what are some good products to deep condition right now? If you're going to be taking that route and just giving it a break.
1: Yeah, um, you know, it absolutely depends on your hair. Um, You know, I'm always a fan of a hair mask. I mean, even if you sleep in them sometimes, they're just, it's so good to get that really, really deep, deep um, moisturizing. You know, I always kind of almost compare it to your skin. You know, people put lotion on their skin almost every day. If you're going to, even if you're not necessarily in shower, you need that moisture and your hair isn't that different. Sometimes even just spraying up a little bit of leave-in in it if you're not washing it that day, um, which we have. Obviously, we have seven different masks, seven different leave-ins. You can, you can go to the website, and it's so easily broken apart by hair type. It, they're all color-coded. If you have blonde hair, we have, you know, blonde masks and blonde leave-ins. Um, if you have really super dry hair, we have repair collections. And it just really explains everything um, very easily. And really, it's a, look at it as a time to get your hair uber healthy give it a break. Maybe aren't, you're not drying it every day with a dryer or, or a hot iron or whatever it may be. Now's the time to really give us some nice treatments and and just you know wear it a little more casual and, and give it a break. And listen, the rest of the world is taking a break, right? I mean, our skies are clearer, our waters, I mean, I hear dolphins are jumping out of the water. I mean, our entire environment is saying, Finally, you gave me a break. It's time to give your hair a break too.
0: Absolutely. And last thing on this subject, cutting your own hair, yay or nay? I, I honestly, <laughs> I wouldn't.
1: Um, I do because, you know, well, not not you. I, but I, 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 you know, I, I have I, I have to tell you, I have a girlfriend who called me, texted me last week. She decided to care to relax her own hair. It was it's it's all broken it's all broken. She is going to have to grow a whole new head of hair. And so I just honestly, like I said, rather than, you know what, maybe if you, if you were, you know, thinking of, of getting a little longer, look, now's your time to catch up on growing. Um, just wait, just wait for your professional. Um, they'll appreciate it. And I think you'll be happier in the end as well.
0: Good advice there, and on a on a more serious note, I mean, as we're talking, you know it's a time for, of great uncertainty for many people, and especially I think for many small business owners like myself, really. what advice do you have for us right now?
1: You know I think um yeah, you know, I mean it's always about reinventing yourself right during these times and and um I think that we we have to get, instead of um, getting paralyzed by the what if, we have to really think creatively about how else can we. Um, I think this is an opportunity for um, businesses to restructure. I think it's an opportunity for them to turn fat. I think it's an opportunity for them to maybe um, mold how they're how they're working a little bit differently. And, and it can be everything from um, the people you employ to how you actually, are, or what it is you actually truly um, produce. Um, you know, you have restaurants that now are butcher shops. That's what the kind of thing I'm talking about. You get creative. Um, there, was, there was a woman who said, well, I have, you know, five um, Airbnbs and what do I do now? They're sitting empty and you know what? There are some businesses that are up and running. And so how about housing, you know, nursing staffs that are flying in because they're, they're shipping in, um, you know, medical help at all times. Um, maybe there's ways that you can use those those units for another type of business um, that could, you know, maybe give, give them a discounted rate. But it's better than it's sitting empty. Maybe it's time to refinance those homes that you own. Um, your rates are down to nothing. So you have to get creative during these times and and figure out another way, another direction to go in. If, if your direction has been cut off, um, I always say just, you know what? There's a lot of ways up a mountain. Find the other way.
0: You know, I was going to ask you advice on having tenacity and confidence because you have such a, such amazing amounts of both. And I think maybe the best way to start with that is to ask you if you could tell us a little bit of the story of how you started your company, because it's so, it's just so inspiring.
1: I started, um, I started a hair product company that completely failed is how I started and I lost everything. And um, when that happened, I learned a lot of hard lessons and took um, my partner and I at the time. Uh, took our last $80,000 and and bought, you know, close out bottles and started over. And, um, you know, I I remember you had had asked me one time before, I think we were at lunch or something. It's like, how did you just get up and start over? And and I look back now and I wonder myself, like, why wasn't I afraid? (laughs) You know, but it, it almost didn't cross my mind Um, so, you know, I think part of the tenacity is almost a blindness and oblivion. Um, you know, it's interesting. My, my daughter said to me, especially when this, this epidemic first started, she's like, aren't you scared? She said, I'm scared. This is my 19 year old. She's like, I'm scared. I'm going to get it. And I said, honestly, I'm not scared. I never come from a place of fear. I wouldn't be where I'm in life today. If I operated from a place of fear, that was my answer to her. And that just comes up, you know? So either you kind of think that way or you don't. And, you know, we have plenty to be afraid of, especially now in our world. Um, but it's really just how, how how are you gonna overcome it? That's always my mindset, you know? Rather than being paralyzed by the fear, you know, it's, it's a challenge and how are you gonna do it well? How are you gonna do it safely? You know, how are you going to do it differently than just the average person and prevail?
0: Yeah, I think that's that's I hear a lot of successful women, you being one of them and one of the most successful talk about not letting fear dictate what they're going to do. And it's funny because it's it's easy for other people to hear that. And think to themselves, yes, that's right. I will not let fear, you know, direct me. And then when it comes right down to it, it's scary. Yeah. It's a hard thing to really actually do. But I think it really is the only way if you have a little company or you have a gigantic company.
1: It's so true because, you know, just because you have a bunch of zeros after it doesn't make it any less hard or or easier. Um, It's it's. All taking a risk, whether your risk is considered, you know, smaller in in you know numeric numbers or are really large. It's all risk, and as you can see in today's world, we have massive companies falling like a deck of cards. I mean, and it's just the beginning. I think we are just going to see the beginning of our entire um, um, business platform to completely change. There's going to be a lot of empty buildings. There's going to be a lot of big businesses closing their doors that have been in business for many, many, many years because they were built like a deck of cards. They didn't have the true old-fashioned business foundation that I'd like run my company with. You know, everything is credit. Everything is overspending. Everything is overzealously engulfing. You know, and so rather than, you know, running a little leaner, a little meaner, a little more um, financially conscious. That's not how our world works today sadly. And so what we how we knew the world before this all happened, I don't think we're ever going to see that in that capacity again, and maybe that's for a reason. I think we all learned to treat our environment better to treat um, the employees you have for you better to treat your companies um, with, you know, its its balance sheet better. They just sometimes it blows my mind how these company these huge companies are run,
0: literally by the by the hair of their chin. Yeah, I was gonna make a funny hair of the chin joke, but I'm not going to because what you're saying is very true. <laughs> yeah. but it's very true you know one of the things that i keep hearing and keep reading about which feels especially scary to me um as a champion of working women is how as you're saying how everything is changing and things are breaking apart this is an especially difficult time for working women is there anything do you have any thoughts around that right now
1: you know, um, yeah, I mean, and it's, it's um, like I said, it's not that different than um, what companies are going through as well. You know, it's, we have to always find a way to redirect and reinvent ourselves. And there are so many, you know, one door closes and another one will open, you'll be shocked when it does. So if it may be a time for, hey, if your company closed down, your company laid you off, and you may never, you know what? It's time to start looking for a new position. And and you you know what it may also be your opportunity to switch it up a little bit. Think about what is it that I thought about my last position and where would I like maybe my next one to be? Because this may be an opportunity for you to open a new door. And because as as a lot of these doors are closing, there's a whole new set of doors opening. You'd be surprised. So um, you know, there's, there is work out there. It's just going to be different work.
0: So it might be your time to choose something new, fun, exciting. That's a good way to look up, to look at it. And just to add to that, um, is there one piece of advice that has helped guide you through your life and career that you can share with us?
1: Oh my goodness. I have had such amazing mentors, um, You know, there's probably so many different things. One piece of advice that I could really, um, hmm. you know, it's funny because I was talking uh, with someone today and um, I think that there's some basic values um, that apply to life that also can apply in your business. And, um, you know, some of the life lessons that happen or business lessons that happen it's the saying you know your best deals are the ones that you don't make and they may not seem that way at the moment but in the end when you look back you think to yourself you know what there was a reason that deal didn't go through there was a reason that I wanted that relationship to work and it didn't there was a reason behind it. So that would be the best bit of advice I've ever gotten, I think.
0: Thank you, Carolyn. It's been so wonderful, as always, to talk with you. And we really appreciate you taking the time. My pleasure, Katie. Thank you. Be well. Everyone stay well. Thank you.